you need leadership mm -hmm. to help say this is where we're going and this is how we're going to get there. Yeah. This is how we're going to pay for it. Yeah. And here's all the benefits from doing that. Well, hey, everybody, this is BJ. And I'm Zach Holcomb. And this is another episode of... The Unnamed Podcast. So guess who we have in the control room today? Is that what we got? So we got my 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 oldest daughter, Grayson. She uh, she had to go to the doctor yesterday. She had a fever, so they wouldn't let her go to school today. And uh, she she's trying to wave. So let's see. Hold a second. There she is <laughs> in the corner. Okay. Uh, so, um, but anyway, man, um, what you been up to? Not much. A lot of a lot of work, man. It's starting to get starting to get suffocating. Well, <laughs> I mean, you, you've had such a, an aggressive social media presence, and you, you, the traction of what was happening in Kinston coming, and in fact, mm -hmm. you're, you're starting to pick up things. It's not not so very surprising that that's starting to pick up. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm ready for some help, and reinforcements are coming. We've we've made the call, so we're pretty excited about that. To uh, to help with that stuff. So yeah, I mean that going into the new year should be should be a little bit easier for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so that should be that should be good. That should be good. How about you? Yeah, so look, we've, uh, as I said before, we've had a, a trying couple of months in mm -hmm. the business and uh, this week was three years since I incorporated this idea oh, nice. of social media marketing and small businesses, organizations and things like that. And uh, so this week was three years and I'm going, man, you know, most small businesses, you're lucky if you make the first five. Yeah. And so we're we're more than halfway to that point. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the thought that because of the addition of news news that our revenue has, has doubled and getting more, uh, we're not where we want to be by any stretch of imagination. Sure, but sure. the fact that that's happening because we started taking these ideas and applying them to uh, some other thoughts, some other industries – it's really neat. I'm mm -hmm. excited. We just had lunch with some of our business colleagues, and everybody's everybody's really pumped about where we're heading and what's happening. Nice. Um, so much that we might even spawn off another podcast off of what's happening. Right on. I like that idea. That's yeah. a good idea. So too, it's it, sure. it's coming to it's, it's possibly coming. Um, so I, I know that uh, there's a, a lot of things that, that's going on and. Uh, you said there was one thing you wanted to make sure you want to talk about today, so have at it. I've, whatever it is, we'll, we'll 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 knock it out. Yeah, my big thing I want to talk about is, um, well, it's kind of it's kind of some local news. Okay. So kind of you know into your arena a little bit mm -hmm. here. I just moved to this town, so I've only been here maybe not even three months yet. And wow. so coming from an area, I came from Columbus, Ohio, which is like a fast growing major city, trying to be a major city, 14th largest in the country. And so it's just interesting. I was there for my entire life, 31 years before I came here. So there's a lot of things that I, that I kind of took for granted there and that I thought were just normal things that happened everywhere. And, right. you know, cities investing in their infrastructure and investing in venues to keep fancy nice things in town that are a draw to people and what i've kind of seen since i've been here is we have an awesome little downtown area a lot of revitalization rebuilding the magic mile right we're live streaming the christmas parade yeah week. i mean like so many awesome things baseball team that right. just got brought back to town mm -hmm. not too long ago which is awesome huge baseball fan like what, what literally is got what is that well i think this is a, i don't is know this is the first time we've ever seen zach's hair on the podcast I, it's my <laughs> wife doesn't even see it that often right. so but yeah i mean i got a little wood ducks hat i actually picked this up at, what wood duck is that is that i don't even know it okay. says minor league ball on it though interesting i'm All pretty right. sure no that's not ours it i don't know somebody else i gotta get one maybe it's the atlanta thrashers is what i thought it was but anyway i i'm 
I met with John this week from the Wood Ducks. He right. came out to our spot, so mm-hmm. he was like, "We'll get you. We gotta get you set up with a official one." Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's close enough for me. <laughs> it was sixty nine cents at a thrift store. You know how I'm all about that <laughs> game. Is. So I was like, "Hey, you know, nobody knows. I'm good." Uh-huh. But anyway, it's just been interesting to kind of watch. Like, I've been watching, following the local politics a little bit i'm kind of into some of that stuff without getting too deep into it but it's um it's very interesting for me to watch a town like this that's got so much going for it positive and we've got a a certain issue with a scoreboard that literally broke down during a playoff game like Mm -hmm. you got people at a playoff baseball game that's single a ball i mean we're not talking about the world series or anything here but this is affiliate of texas rangers called the down east wood ducks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and they just brought this team back you know some people were real instrumental in pushing to get that brought back and I happen to be one of them (laughs) so just kind of interesting to me that there's there's a stadium issue where we need to you know the stadium's owned by the city is at least as far as I know so it's their problem if whether it's full of a team like if it has a team or if it doesn't have a team it's still the city's problem city owns the property that's right so it's just interesting to me that you know I've kind of been following it a little under seven hundred thousand dollars for a new scoreboard and they you know there's some money and some funds moving some funds around from a couple of different areas and then a 10-year payback so it's not even like a lump sum out it's you know it's the ability to kind of push that maneuver it over 10 years i mean we're i'll round up call it 65 ish 67 mm-hmm. some less than seventy thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. to upgrade the stadium's um, scoreboard so that the team stays in this town right. and i've just been noticing that the city council meetings they're you know, I'll get ripped for not going to the council meetings, but it doesn't seem like there's much going on there. So, you know, I would love to go if there were things happening, but why? I just don't understand how you, how that's such a hard decision to make to spend 70K a year mm-hmm. to continue to be able to have that revenue stream and draw to downtown. Right. So I, I, I'm in agreement. I will say that the play devil's advocate, there is this line of thought that, uh, can you repair something before you actually replace it? For sure. And, uh, you know, so that is the, the challenge of, uh, you know, stewards of the, the people's money, mm-hmm. taxpayers, is to see are there other ways to reduce the cost. And um, so I know that that's been part of the conversation, but even with that, there, you're right, that there has been a major lackluster, uh, uh, bold leadership to say, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Are y'all are y'all coming? Right. Right. Um, so, but you know, in my in my personal opinion, they need to replace the school board because we agreed to do that. Mm-hmm. That was something that maintaining that, replacing it, was something we knew was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, to give a little bit of backstory, uh, we've had professional baseball in the the city of Kinston for uh, roughly 80 of the last 100 years. Wow. And we, while I was mayor, uh, there was, that was actually when the local franchise from, uh, it was the Kinston Indians, which is mm-hmm. based off the Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Indians franchise. Uh, it was locally owned, though. They sold it. So we went for a period of five years without professional baseball. That gotcha. stadium virtually sat empty besides a, a small World Series here and there. Right. And uh, we were successful in – it took five years, but successful in recruiting Texas Rangers to bring their corporately owned minor league team here. Mm-hmm. The city owns the property, and uh, the but the team has the rights to sell merchandise, <clears throat> sell billboards – Mm-hmm. You know, rename the stadium if they wanted to, and there's a lot they could do. When they do those things, 
the tax dollars on that revenue, where do, where does that go? So you know they, they certainly it's it's not like um, the well sales tax is, is unique in that a small portion of it stays here. Sure. So if they sell a hot dog at the stadium, sure. only a minor small portion of it. Gotcha. But the idea of the overall economy that is generated, let's t- take aside for a second, that is good for a community to have mm-hmm. um, something positive to look forward to, mm-hmm. right? The goodwill of the community, the spirit sure. of the community. Like a movie theater in a mall or like right. a Fairfield-type park right. situation. Sure. Right. And, and uh, But anyway, the bottom line is that there is outside... Uh, benefits of having a team, mm-hmm. uh, and financial benefits, hotels, the local restaurants supply food to the team. Uh, the, yeah, the hotels do for the, the visiting teams. There's a lot of ancillary benefits that come with mm-hmm. uh, so, with a team. But anyway, hope it hope it gets resolved. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on that? Oh man, I could go forever on it. Right. I mean, just the thought of like the 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 way that your local government kind of sets things up to help business owners like us come to town and set up. And, you know, my business in town doesn't really, it doesn't really benefit a ton from every time there's a baseball game because a lot of my business isn't locally acquired. But, you know, there's a lot of folks and entrepreneurs locally that have invested a lot of money and time and their own livelihood into having a restaurant in downtown Kinston. And they receive a lot of business and they employ a lot of local people because of the business that yeah, comes I, I, from I look at government, games. whether it's federal, state, or local government. The government's job really is to create the infrastructure so that entrepreneurs, business owners can thrive so Mm -hmm. that the people that live there can get jobs or create their own business. The, the, the government's job is to create the infrastructure to allow that to happen. So the streets, the water, the sewer, the electric, Mm -hmm. the, the cable. And in this case, you know, talking about a ballpark, we own this, this, this really cool facility, historic facility. Yeah, it's really cool. It's it's awesome to see it being used. It's this, it's the smallest market minor league baseball uh, in the country, this that's stadium. Oh, that's so unique. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. And uh, so that's kind of the way I look at, at government, the way its purpose, mm-hmm. its role. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting now that I've been on the outside for a couple of years and, and looking at it. And for the most part, I've, this is probably some of the most bold I've talked, and it's not really that bold, what I've said sure. today. I've really kept my mouth shut about a lot of things going on. Um, but, I mean, they're, they're, you, you, need, you need leadership mm-hmm. to help say this is where we're going and this is how we're going to get there. This yeah. is how we're going to pay for it. Yeah. And here's all the benefits from doing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, it's really interesting. What else is going on in your neck of the woods? Sure. Um, you know, working on a couple of a couple of little things here and there. Um, you know, the eBay store has been really ticking up thanks really? to the holiday shopping mm-hmm. or I the bet. Christmas shopping. That's been pretty cool lately. Now, so, so who, who who's the primary who's the primary person operating on that? You or or your wife? Uh, my wife Stephanie runs that cool. whole jam pretty much. So cool. you know, I as soon as an offer comes in on something, sometimes I'll be like, yes, and I'll take that offer. And sometimes mm-hmm. she's like, oh man, we could have got them for like four more bucks. I'm like, sell it, <laughs> sell it, let's go. <laughs> like next. <laughs> so she's, we did it together over the summer. It was really fun. And uh, it was cool to kind of watch her uh, get real excited about it and kind of awesome. take it on as her own thing. Mm-hmm. And then since I've gotten here, I've just been like, man, that's that's all you. Go for well, it. Well, I, I will say that fun. I took your advice uh, th- this week and, and that was, you know, we talked about uh, with with news news that there are some what we call self service ways to check out to like buy an ad, a cl- uh, place a classified ad, right or on. wanted or something like that. 
And uh, so I was talking to you about this challenge of, well, I need the public to know how to use it, but it's, it, once they use it, it's, it's real simple. I mean, once mm. you do it once, I mean, you could do it a hundred times. Right. And from our business standpoint, the, the easier we make it for people to do that, the 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 less obstacles in their way, the more likely they're going to use our system, mm-hmm. i.e., generate revenue for us, because there's some benefit to them. You know, mm-hmm. attention or uh, selling a house or doing an open house or uh, I would need to hire some employees over here. Sure. So there's hopefully some return. But one challenge I was having was communicating how simple the system was, and you just said, right, right, just do a video. Yeah, and and that's what I did. I, I've Walked done. Nice. I, I did a, a video on uh, how to place a classified ad. I did a video on um, how to um, how to promote your event. Nice. And so there's two different videos. I've got it here on YouTube. I put them on Facebook, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. uh, and and I'm about to publish it as an article with a screenshot. And nice. So are uh, you going to put that on your LinkedIn too? Like as a LinkedIn article on uh, your page? Uh, on uh, on our news news page on yeah. LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Are you going to put it on your personal page too? No, I'll probably share it. Uh, okay. But but I won't do it native to my personal. But I will. Yeah, I yeah. will share it. But we've yeah, already I had. I, mean, I just that. did this week. Already had one person take advantage of that. That's sweet. Wasn't a lot crazy? of money, but it was again it's the beginning. Well, of, now they know. Yeah. They know. Well, now and then, like, there's the like the like the power of ten. Like, they're gonna tell ten people how easy that was to, once they watch that video. What's it was it? a realtor. Oh. A, a realtor who said, "Cause I, I I pick on realtors all the time because you would think realtors are the best marketers in the world." My experiences, they typically are not. Hmm. They they like to study. They like to know what's going on. They will list a house in a heartbeat because they're good friends of yours. Yeah, but when it sure. comes to marketing that piece of property, most realtors do not do that. Yeah, they're like, well, it's on Zillow. Right. It's in MLS. A bunch of other realtors can see it. No. If if you're listing my house, you're going to work for that commission. <laughs> no right? doubt. Yeah, I just it, went through this. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, I'm going to do all that marketing. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, and yeah, because so, I can put it on MLS too for like 150 bucks, <laughs> and then market the crap out of it with that 7,500 hundred dollar commission or X whatever. You so know, see a real crazy. Of it, I was excited it's about awesome. it. So yeah, so it's really cool. So I did that. Uh, also, uh, I've been asked to speak to some speaking of realtors. Uh, there's a, a mortgage person who's got uh, does a lot of business development for a real estate. I mean, a real estate law firm in the Atlanta market who's asked me to come. He came to our social media conference, S3 right Summit, and he said. Because he's from this area, and he says, "Man, I'm I'm doing all this business development for uh, some Atlanta real real um, real estate attorneys." He said, "Man, we'd love to have you come and talk." And I was nice. like, "Man, let's make that happen." So we're really close to setting the, this date. So it's going to be basically a social media masterclass, kind of a marketing masterclass. Nice. And I got I'm speaking to some East, at East Carolina again next year for their business conference and the downtown manager state of North Carolina. So I'm looking at the counter going, hey man, this is kind of cool. I'm I'm picking up some speaking gigs. Right, right. And um who knows where those kind of things would come from. So 2020 is uh, looking exciting already. Yeah, they're crazy. I'm telling you, man, like going to events and like getting out of your thing, like I'm all about doing it on online and stuff. But man, when you start to do it online enough to where you're getting like that recognition mm-hmm. and then you start getting to places and then they see you and you're like, they're like, oh, hey, remember? Just like you yeah. went up to, was it Jersey not so long ago? Yeah, the Jersey. And then uh, it got me a thing in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Just by going there, I met someone after I spoke uh, in a panel discussion, talked to them, ended up going up and doing some work with them for a day and then on my way back home from there i stopped in richmond Mm -hmm. and walked into that and uh it was a little a little event and 
some people, you know, a lot of people there recognize me from um, videos on LinkedIn and stuff. Right, and so it's really cool when you're at an event and you don't have to like walk up to someone cold and introduce yourself. You kind of just, you, you're they, able to take what, know what because comes to you. They're following you. I see that mm-hmm. happen a lot with us. I tell mm-hmm. people, once you become a member of our team, I'm going to make you a superstar yeah. because we are going to promote the heck out of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to benefit because you'll get access to people. We're going to benefit because our team members are more recognized. But yep. the but the really cool thing that happens is, I've said it a million times, people will buy from you when they like, know, and trust you. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. That's it. The, the more you get out in front on issues and things, personal brand or your, your business's brand, the more people will like, know, and trust you, the more likely they are to buy from you. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that happening on these speaking gigs. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, it's we cool. see it happen every day at our business. Uh, so anyway, anything, any, any parting words here? Oh, no. Oh, oh this, you'll like this. All right. I had some people, uh, some folks come visit me from ECU. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not like the hugest college fan. <laughs> but um, yeah, they were, they were, uh, they're pretty cool people, pretty cool people wanting to help and work with us. And um, something that kind of came of that is, right. uh, one of the guys emailed me and was like, "Hey, so and so at our school is looking at having uh, hosting a little event, a little educational thing for students on using LinkedIn." He was like, "Would you be interested in that's talking it. about that?" I'm like, "Oh, that's yeah." <laughs> How many hours do we get to speak? <laughs> right. so, I really like that. I got that. the five minute, the thirty minute, or the four hour. Yeah, one. I've got the four hour. I can <laughs> yeah. go like two days. We can right. do the uh, you just bring in food for them, and I'll just keep going thing. Yeah, that's why it would, when I do that speaking engagement in Atlanta, we decided that two hours is the right spot for mm-hmm. this kind of a master right class it, the fact that we might even do a series that this is going to be the nice. first one and then you know a couple months later nice but that's good i'm glad to hear that students are engaged or at least the professors are interested in that yeah yeah i like that that was cool i also like that in a local community called uh, lcc also is there you know my biggest thing with college and my high tech uh, you know arena is that it moves so quickly that the colleges can't keep up with it and be be relevant and what's been cool and you've kind of encountered some of this as well is they're like hey how can we make it relevant right that is awesome to see like very awesome to see educators willing to listen to folks that aren't educated mm-hmm. and be like hey how can we make it relevant right. and so that's been really cool mm-hmm. that i've noticed that definitely was not happening for me in columbus um that has been happening down here right. in such a short We've time got an awesome not just an awesome community college here in our backyard but mm-hmm. an awesome in north carolina an awesome community college system mm-hmm. who really tried to bend towards what does industry really need mm-hmm. in terms of skill set and then to try to craft stuff to make it relatable yep. so oh kinston high school basketball games how's the um how the highlight ta- i saw the newest highlight tape yeah the the highlight reel yeah that's pretty you, sweet you, you i liked it. it i like that a lot that's cool stuff uh, uh, so we, we were testing this idea of instead of just normal reporting for high school sports that we would actually put together like a like a mixtape, a highlight yeah, reel. Yeah, so tight. Yeah, and it. so you know we're, we've done it twice now, mm-hmm. and we got one more. And my thought is, I was going to pay for it at least three times, get a good feeling whether the market likes it, supports it, mm-hmm. and then possibly put somebody's logo in the bottom left hand corner, or bottom right hand corner, and actually sell ads with it, and continue that that idea of people, how much people are consuming video, mm-hmm. and use that to tell the story of sports. Right. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, challenging. Uh, challenge of the week for you. All right. It's not anything crazy. Okay. Um, your thought that you just said about how you're making uh, the folks that come to work at News News, you're putting them on, right? Mm-hmm. So that they're more recognizable. Um, Rudy does awesome interviews with Kinston basketball team after the game. Mm-hmm. I implore slash challenge you to hook him up with a little uh, tripod. Okay. And put him on the camera with the guys. Oh, uh, yeah. No. I want to see Rudy. Yep. Yep. Oh, and, and then the, isn't Rudy a North Carolina fan? Uh, he or is he a Duke guy? 
I, I, I thought he I was a North know. Carolina guy. If he's North Carolina fan, we got problems. Well, I just wanted to touch on that real quick and go ahead and throw a whole pipe bomb into this. Okay. The Ohio State Buckeyes beat the snot out of North Carolina the other day. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Hate, I, hate, I, hate, I, hate. I, I know it's coming, but. I, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would pull. I turned this off. We got, uh, uh, I, I got, I, I turned it on. I would pull for Baghdad Community College over Tar Heels. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, that's so funny. Like, where, I'm not hearing you. He, he was Brandon was in. Brandon took control of the of the. Uh, of the okay, go ahead. The Tar Heels got sizzle pumped. <laughs> they got sizzle pumped. Yes, pump. they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch the game. I actually was laying in bed last night, and I was like, I better hey, check and see how that hey, went. Brandon, stand up in the corner there. All right, uh, there it is. There it is, Brandon. <laughs> Love it. That's so funny. Yeah, I went to look because I knew we played them the other day. It's like number six versus number seven or something. I say we, like I watch a lot of Buckeye basketball games. I don't mm-hmm. know. But um, yeah, I was like, man, I wonder how that went. I should know since I live down here now. And if, right. And then, yeah, we beat them. By, it was, Buckeyes beat them by like 25 or something. I was like, ho, 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 ho. I always told people I was willing to lose a vote over my, my stance when it comes to Tar Heel basketball. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm agnostic, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, all right. Uh, well, anything else? I think that was cool. That was a pretty and good my, one. My daughter's saying wrap it up, wrap it up. Yeah, she's getting uh, it So uh, thank you for watching. This is BJ Murphy. And I'm Zach Holcomb. And this was another episode of The Unnamed Podcast.